0: The view's expressed on Wrestling Windown are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of any other agency, organization, employer, or company. What's up, guys? It's Lo, and you are tuned in to Wrestling Down, a female-founded and hosted podcast dedicated to professional wrestling and our favorite adult beverage. On this episode, I am joined by model journalist and influencer, Court Kim. We'll be chatting about the latest in professional wrestling, including the shocking release of Zelina. Gina Vega from the WWE our thoughts on Brandy Rhodes interesting promo cut on a recent episode of AEW and the end of an era the dead man is set to retire at Survivor Series is it really happening we'll share our thoughts so grab your glass of wine we're going in for the three count As I mentioned in my intro, I'm joined by Court Kim. I hope you're ready to sip some wine and talk some wrestling. Oh, girl, you know it let's get into it (laughs) before we jump in and spill the wine on the latest news I want to know how did you become a wrestling fan yes let's talk about it because it's mad I feel like it's mad
1: random the way that I got into wrestling was through my really really wonderful fiance he's been a fan of wrestling since he is a child it's a culture that he's just been enamored with you know since we've met Mm -hmm. and you know I moved up to new york to like start my career and then slash be with him in 2018 and you know we started watching like wrestling matches together we would watch like pay-per-views and stuff like that and i started to get into it and so because i am a journalist and i'm the way that i am i always have to do research on what i'm watching and i just became mesmerized with the art form that is wrestling i think it's just one of the most lovely i, I don't know I, I know i sound so silly but it's one of the most lovely things to like watch when you're winding down the concept of like watching a person sell a really hard move excites me and then I also Mm -hmm. love the fashion components of it too especially from the girls oh my god like I I could go in all day about like how much I am such a huge fan of like Bianca's um, aesthetic, uh Sasha Banks's aesthetic, uh, Amber Moon's like gothic aura that she brings to the table. It's bringing a lot of like diversity within like Black women. It is so cool to watch. It is amazing to watch, and I just enjoy being you know a student and learning. But I feel like I'm a historian now because like I obviously have the WWE app where mm-hmm, I can watch right. anything whenever I want and I'm very I'm very serious about my girl. If we're to talk about like my favorite portion of like I guess the history of WWF WWE, Mm -hmm. um, for me, I just I resonate so hard with the Attitude Era like that. Like I don't know if we we will ever see something so like authentically raw and like edgy like that or like brilliant like that again.
0: I really don't think so. Based on everything that we see now with like the PG era and everything going on I mean we see like hints here and there I feel like with Becky Lynch they really let her do a lot and same with Ronda Rousey but there's a lot of other superstars who I feel are very clean cut PG now because yeah. you know that's what they're on and weirdly enough I feel like it kind of like removes a portion of the excitement
1: away mm-hmm. and that's something that the Attitude Era always gave me like you would never know like what the- would like pop out right on a raw and, episode. Like that was the that was the point. Like if we're talking about like that portion era like period, like they had the Monday night wars going. So WCW, mm-hmm. WWE were competing mad hard for those ratings and so you, we saw like immense competition from both sides and it just created such wonderful programming it brought my favorite Steve Austin like into fruition for me I mm-hmm. love oh my god I love him I, I love I him I too I can't even I can't explain how cool he is like that man is just such a cool ass dude from the top to bottom like the way he wears his jeans to his like his leather vest with like the skull on the back with mm-hmm. just being a badass I how could you not rock with that? I wish that we were this age in that time. Like, imagine going to a Monday Night Raw show in the 90s. We would lose our f- in mind it would be too it would be too good. We wouldn't even to be.
0: Who are your current favorite WWE superstars to watch? And who do you think is quote unquote up next on the brands? Okay, so if we're talking about NXT,
1: my fave Rhea Ripley off friend, she is she's obviously a girl crush, but like we're not gonna even go there. But I think she's she's so beautiful. She just has this strength to her and this like she has the edge that I like. She has the edge that I like because she brings Mm -hmm. it and she's also really refined about it. Like you know what type of time she is when she walks into that ring. It's like Mm -hmm. ass taking time. I love it about her. I love Yoshirai. Oh, she's so how she's too good. Like she's too good. Like her feel set is brilliant to me love her i love tamasa Champa he's great i think he's super funny his work as a heel is some of the best work ever like remember I agree. When, like remember before he had a theme song he didn't have a theme song at all mm-hmm. you know something as simple as that. he walked out to no music right and yet the feeling was still felt i get you, you understand yeah. like that's that's crazy to me i was like oh you know he's a badass if he's coming out to know music. I love him. There's so many new people in NXT. I really enjoy the young gentleman who won the um, North American title. I really enjoyed his performance. I was really, um, that was really shocking, the fact that he even beat him. I was like, Right. Okay, that's, that's a debut. We're going to go to, let's see, SmackDown. Okay. Obviously, Top Dog, period. Beyond the Bel This is an EST house. Like, amen, I, am, I am an Amen. E- <laughs> I, I am an EST stand down to the socks. Oh my God. She was the reason why I really had to get into wrestling. I saw her and I felt like I saw myself. The braid, the perfect ponytail each time, the baby hairs that are swooped to perfection, the way she matches her lipsticks to her outfits that she make. And then, and mm-hmm. then she and then she's strong as hell and then she fights like the nah she's it and I need her to get the biggest push ever she needs to become the new face in terms of like the women's division I see I predict that happening where Sasha and her will fight and I see bianca winning that like that's my dream like i want them to fight each other i want bianca to take that title from her wrestling fans would be so happy and it would be like such a phenomenal match that would be so good sasha banks she's like one of the most solid wrestlers i've ever seen she's stunning jesus like i love the blue hair the blue hair the transition from the like the purple to blue it's a really wonderful Mm -hmm. like hair transition in terms of just like going to heel that i really loved it was interesting to see her as the good guy against bailey it's so interesting to see bailey as a heel right it it kind of feels forced but it's okay. Really? Kind of. Just a little bit. Just a little. Not not to the point where it's like, eh. I'm so used to, like, the hug connection, you know? And I'm, yeah. like, I'm, I'm used to her just being so happy. But, like, of course you have to, like, remove that thought as soon as someone makes that a transition. The Street prophet. Oh, I love them. It's my fiance's, like, favorite, too. Montez Ford. He's really great in terms of, like, his mm-hmm. acrobatics are concerned. He can get air, honey. His frog splash is really, really lovely. It's super high. Really it's amazing air. And it's one my favorite things to see from him and i love them as a duo they're amazing um i'm really excited to see what ruby riot does Mm. i'm I'm really happy that she's back Mm -hmm. i think that's a girl that we're not i feel like i i want to see more from her i think i love her energy and i think she has potential to like really command like an audience but i think she needs to be given that space to do that I agree. Oh. I think same with Liv Morgan. Yes. It's a no brainer. And I just don't understand like how they aren't giving our girls love shine like that. But you know, <laughs> that is also another conversation too. If we're moving on to like Raw, I enjoy Drew McIntyre. Somebody I did not think <laughs> that I would be fond of, but I am getting fond of him now. Hmm. I really enjoy what he does with them on the mic. I think he's really funny. I think he has like comedic timing that's very like light. And you have to I pay agree. Yeah, but it but it's there. Gray Wyatt as the fiend, though. Oh my God, most brilliant performance that I've seen all year. Period. <laughs> like honestly, that what he does with that character is so like the the psychological component to that. Like he's really good at taking his character and like tweaking it to where it all is a cohesive story. The fiend is such a perfect 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 wrestling character to like get to know like if you were just transitioning if if you just were watching wrestling for the first time i would be like watch the fiend watch the fiend in particular Hmm. watch watch the fun house because
0: like that guy is so dedicated they said when he first came back with this character that he pitched this idea so I feel like that's why it's such a strong character it's because he's so passionate about it
1: yes and you can feel it and you can feel it every time you watch him and it's like how do you not love him like I love his character I feel like I'm such a huge fan of heel I don't know what's up (laughs) with me being like I'm a heel girl like I love I just love like a good bad guy or like that's my thing
0: are you a fan of how Roman Reigns is is now what?
1: Woo! how did I miss him hold as a heel who Interesting. Thank God. We needed excitement too too good. What he's doing with the Usos is brilliant. I'm such a huge fan of him. And I'm loving what he's doing with Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman. I love anything Paul Heyman does too. I think he's like one of the most brilliant managers. Mm-hmm. I think he's great. I think he's fantastic. But now nah, Roman Reigns, I hope this heel run goes for a long time because he knows how to tap into the evil. He knows.
0: Aside from being a wrestling fan, you are also a journalist who has been featured on platforms including Afropunk and MEF Eater. And you're a model how has life in these fields treated you during this pandemic creating as um,
1: a creative in this time it's really difficult it's hard to be a creative and also be particular of your time your space and your health Mm -hmm. with modeling in particular that's a big thing because you know like sets are usually really really big so with that i have to i have to take like covid tests before i like pull up to set it's really it's different I'm scared. I'm like, I'm scared of germs. Okay. So yeah. like, I'm already like that. And so like with this like virus, you know, it, it changes everything. It, it reminds you of your standard when it mm-hmm. comes to your craft. I like, I've been saying a lot of no's to things recently. I've been saying no a lot because you have to lead with your best head forward and your best spirit forward. You have to like pick projects that resonate with you, serve you, and are really for you as a creative. And so I'm picking things that um, resonate with me on that accord.
0: Let's get into our segment sip and tell. There is a lot to spill the wine about this week. Zelina Vega was released from the WWE and it shocked a lot of people. It shocked me. I was on a video call and my friend and I both realized that this was going viral on Twitter. Vega was released for supposedly breaching her contract. Shortly after her release, she tweeted, I support unionization, which has been a huge topic the WWE for a very long time. We know Zelina loves to be on Twitch and the third-party streaming sites that WWE has banned their talent from participating in. She's receiving a lot of public support for this, obviously, because a lot of people really had to give up a lot of money to obey WWE's new orders. We know Big E, he was making $64,000 plus just from making cameos for fans, and now that income is not there anymore. What was your response to... Zelina being released. At first and foremost, I was like
1: incredibly upset. Zelina Vega as an, as a talent is undeniable. Mm-hmm. Um, she's one of the, she's easily one of the best talkers on WWE. Like she embodies that she exudes confidence Her outfits are to die for. She is just such a ray of sunshine for her to be released from WWE for basically having a, like a backup plan for survival says a lot about the organization as mm-hmm. a whole. It does because like, First of all, how are you going to take money out of these people's hands that they have rightfully earned themselves as public figures? They're providing a fan interaction that is, like, different from what WWE is. It's intimate Mm -hmm. on Twitch. Like, she gave an experience. And to be honest, like, I don't see how WWE isn't waking the f*** up and saying, oh... This can work for us. Let's find a way to make it do it. No. No, of course not. Instead, of course, they attempted to take this mu- like woman's right. from her and like honestly like that's not okay. J- that's not okay. Like I'm honestly really mad about it because it's just, like, deplorable. I'm very proud of her for being, like, vocal.
0: Paige, who is also a WWE superstar, she injured her neck a while ago, and she doesn't even compete in a WWE ring anymore. But um, when she realized that she wouldn't be able to participate yeah. in Twitch anymore, her reaction went viral as well. You know, she was very upset. She was crying. She couldn't believe that she was in this situation. She said, I broke my f- neck for this company and the difference between I think Zelina and Paige is Zelina is an entering performer and Paige which I thought was really interesting. She is still signed to the WWE, but it's not like as an ambassador or anything like that. Usually with the ambassador contracts, they're able to kind of do their own thing. They aren't wrestling in the ring, and that's pretty much what she's been doing, but I don't think that they've switched over her contract to notate that she is just Uh. an ambassador. So she's following the same rules as all of these other wrestlers who are in ring. She can't do Twitch anymore, but... I've seen her on Twitch since. She needs to just
1: stand firm and continue on this path of um, staying on Twitch because that speaks volumes. It speaks volumes because she's not wrong. She did break her neck for that organization, Mm -hmm. literally. And that is a huge sacrifice. That is her whole career. Right. Of course, she'd probably prefer to be in the ring and performing because that's her first love. But because of her injury, she has no choice but to look to third party instances of monetization Mm -hmm. for her as a likeness. It makes sense for me for her to like stand firm on this. And I I predict that she will not fold. Uh, We might see her being released too. And if we do, the WWE Universe will raise hell,
0: period, because p- people do not play about Paige. They don't. Zelina tweeted about unionization, as I mentioned, but more started coming out after her release. So she is married to Alistair Black, who was on NXT before yeah. and is now on the main roster, but it's been reported that he wants to be in NXT again which I can understand why he would be you know he had such a captivating character there that all the fans really loved you were on the phone or you were texting while you were watching NXT and Alistair Black came on you put everything down just to watch him and I would understand yeah. why you would want to go back there but it's being stated that they won't let him go back and some were assuming that yeah. the reason why he also wanted to go back there was because NXT talent do not have to follow this third party ban rule so Adam Cole is still on Twitch there's other talent talent that have been doing their thing on cameo and twitch but these main roster superstars are not allowed to he might be next seeing as his wife is gone and he's not able to go back to this roster that he really wanted to be on but i mean only time yeah, it will um i wouldn't blame him <laughs> i would not blame him
1: at all because first of all what the f- Why did they do that to his character? Like, I don't understand. It's not broken. What are you trying to fix? Mm -hmm. What are you trying to do? Because Alistair Black, I remember watching um, him in NXT and just how mesmerizing he was on there. He's an interesting performer. Like, small details matter. Right. Like, the way he would sit crisscross in the middle of the ring in, like, a peaceful manner, but was ready to annihilate whomever came into that ring, you know? Mm -hmm. He has a quiet... It was a power to him, but it was a, like a, almost like an
0: unspoken, quiet, peaceful. But, he almost reminded that, like, me of the Undertaker. It. His demeanor, yeah, 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 was yeah, very like mysterious. But when he got in the ring, you know, he was ready to kick ass. Who doesn't love that? Like who? Right? Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't be down for that? So what is what? So
1: what happened with his character? Like in the main roster, you're absolutely right, but went completely down south. He's probably really frustrated with what Creative is giving him. It's also now disrespect that's being, util- like that is being projected with his wife.
0: Mm-hmm. The
1: release in itself is going to apply pressure.
0: You know, because what I also he, thought he's of? such a
1: he's such a lucrative act.
0: I don't know what? if you knew, Something. but Miro, who used to be Rusev, he was released from the WWE when they released all of those talent in March, and now he's in AEW. Yes. And Lana, who is his real life wife, is still on WWE. She's on Raw, but as of late, it seems as though every week she's being thrown into a table. And people have wondered, is this her consequence of her husband signing with the competition company? And it almost makes you wonder, are they going to do the same thing to Alistair Black now that his wife has decided to step away? And it's a little bit controversial. Are they going to treat him like are they going to retaliate on him as they did with Lana? Oh,
1: oh, girl, like, if anything, like salvage what's left for the love of God and for the love of it for the fan base for the WWE universe. Like this is, this is taxing. Like, and this is upsetting because we want our, like our superstars to be able to ascend to whatever they want to be and do whatever they want to do. That's what makes them them. That's what makes them unique.
0: Too much um, is happening with WWE infiltrating and blocking these people's bags. Interestingly enough, according to Wrestling Observer Radio, Zelina Vega was one of the people within WWE who made more money on social media and Twitch than from her contract with the company, which completely shocked me. Obviously, we don't know how much she made in her WWE contract, but you think about how Twitch works and people subscribe and they send different monetary gifts and stuff like that. And it just, it doesn't make any sense to me.
1: It really doesn't. That's, the, that's exactly my point.
0: Zelina's Twitch check
1: is crucial and it's bigger than what they have to offer for her.
0: Let's hop into some AEW news. We usually don't talk about AEW, but I saw this promo this week and, <laughs> oh God. and I was like, I have to go. talk about this because I, I've watched this probably like 15 to 20 times little bit of background. So Jade Cargill is the newest AEW signing. She's absolutely gorgeous. She comes into the ring and she confronts Cody Rhodes, which was very shocking in itself. And she's claiming that there's going to be this big character in AEW. And she says it's Shaq, which blew everyone's mind. We know that these wrestling companies love to bring in celebrities to fight their wrestlers and stuff like that. And I'm assuming Shaka is the next one that's going to step right into a wrestling ring, but we'll see where that goes. After Jay cuts this amazing promo, she's headed up the ring, and here comes Brandy Rhodes, and I have the transcript here, but I feel like it might be better for people to actually hear her saying it because I can't do it any justice. Who the
1: hell told you tonight was open mic night, bitch? <laughs> Your dizzy ass up here looking real confused, so let me spell this out for you. You up in my house, in your gums at my man and now you my problem i'm gonna make this real easy for you don't you ever ever talk to him like that again don't you even look at him and you know what else you can do you can take your ratchet trifling ass right up off my stage and do not come back unless i send for you do you understand me Heffa? good great cool bitch get your ass out of here
0: who wrote this brandy during this promo, spoke like we have never heard her speak before, and her demeanor was different. Right. It just was not her. And people online, I mean, people were outraged. There were some people who they were saying she should not talk like that, and they weren't. They weren't people of color, so it bothered me a little bit seeing them have a take on this because, as a black woman myself, I. I was actually shocked watching this. I-, I kept re-watching it because I'm like, somewhere in here, like, this has to be a joke. But I watched the before and the after, and right. there was no joke anywhere. Even Jade looked like mm. she was laughing, like she couldn't believe that Brandy was acting like this. I don't know what oh, w was trying to encompass here, but it led to more backlash. So Dustin Rhodes, who is the brother of Cody Rhodes, tweeted something out, saying that Brandy put Jade's ratchet ass in her place and that that's very controversial we know that a lot of these fans pick up off of what the wrestlers say and we've seen it at NXT you know with Sasha Banks she had a really hard time there because people used to call her ratchet while she was wrestling in the ring and it's like why did we even need to go there why are we saying this stuff these are two black women who are cutting a promo. It could have been done way better. You didn't have to code switch in between the promo. Why can't you just be yourself? You don't talk like this, girl. It's okay if you don't talk like that. Be yourself.
1: No, like, for real. Like, what the hell? So let's talk about this very tone-deaf and very, like, off-putting moment because that's exactly... (laughs) (laughs) I watched... Like, I'm I'm just gonna go... I'm gonna go through the motions of, like, the reactions because, like, when when you're exposed to something like that outrageous, it's kind of like... It's It's as if you're not really Paying attention to what you're seeing, uh-huh. so like you said, you have to you have to go back. So you have to like make sure that you right. just heard what you heard first and foremost. Miss Brandi Rhodes, if you are listening, if you if you hear this, I love you. I adore you. I think you are like a brilliant superstar, and I respect you like one thousand percent. However, um, I think it's really important to critique your faves, and I'm gonna do that here. misogynoir Noir by definition is like rhetoric or um violence utilized against women it could also be wording right Mm -hmm. AEW what they did here is what they utilized misogynoir against a black woman by having a black woman do it it's very very significant down to the way that she dressed and carried herself that girl whoever walked out that day I don't know who that was Um, that was not the Brandy Rhodes that I have grown to love. I don't know this new girl Mm -hmm. and I, and I don't want to continue to know this girl because she is projecting a lot of like problematic, like, um, stereotypes that are utilized against black women often. And, um, it doesn't matter if she's black. Um, it was the emphasis on ratchet and and hefa, like, She said heifer like, as if she was, like, Nicki Minaj or something. She was, like, and you're a heifer," And it's just, like, what? (laughs) Right. Like, where does this come from? Me and my um, fiancé just looked at each other like, oh, my God. But, like, um, I don't know who did that. (laughs) I don't know who made that decision. But, uh, no. Like, that was such a flop thing to do. Um, Especially with Jade. Um, she does not deserve that. She does not deserve that to be utilized against her. I don't care if it was scripted or not. There's got to be more reading the room when it comes to like how that people plan this sh- there has to be somebody in that room who is able to listen to this and is like, um, let's reel it back. Let's try this again and let's not do it like this because I'm pretty sure that Brandy is able to exude anger without having to sound like a quote unquote stereotypical blah, 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 black woman that is angry. That's not us. It's a very dangerous stereotype to project. Um, A, a lot of young black girls probably saw that and were like, um, what you know? No, I, I saw it on my
0: <laughs> yeah, I saw it on my timeline. I'm seeing different people that I follow and they're like, She never talks like this. Why is she acting like this? Who thought that it would be a good idea for her to act like this? And I was actually reading this article on Daily D D T and the author, Rafael Garcia, did an amazing job on this. He talks about black women in wrestling. So he mentions Naomi. So here's what he said. He said, take Naomi for instance and look at the response she received when she returned at the Royal Rumble rocking a big beautiful afro. That meant something to the community she represents whenever she steps in the ring. Bianca Belair is another as her confidence and presence exude a boldness and pride that black fans recognize. And then he goes down the article. He says, back to Brandy, the mannerisms and phrasing used paint her in a fashion that she has never portrayed on television. It felt highly forced as if it were someone else's idea in the back that this is how two black women should speak to each other when they have beef. He also goes on to compare it to AEW star Big Swole, who is a black woman as well. She presents herself as authentic in front of a camera on social media and everywhere in between. Again, read the room. And I've said it for WWE before, you know, they need to read the room. But here, they needed to read the room and they needed to reread it again because it just, this did not hit how they, I think they expected it to.
1: Yeah, no, for real. They missed the mark so hard.
0: Survivor Series is right around the corner, and as it's been mentioned, NXT is not going to be competing in this year's Survivor Series, and many people have wondered why. Last year they were involved, and they've been involved in previous years, and they've done an absolutely amazing job, but the Wrestling Observer reports that there are internal worries about the spread of COVID-19 if WWE has too many bodies backstage at the Thunderdome, and the second reason is Vince McMahon wants to distance NXT from Raw and SmackDown, which is interesting because we've seen the amount of crossover recently. We've seen Sasha on NXT. We've seen people going back to NXT permanently. But when it comes to a pay-per-view, which usually has all brands going up against each other, NXT is not in this equation.
1: I guess you have to break it down into two instances, like the decision based off of like what's going on with coronavirus versus mm-hmm. like, them actu- like them not being included. From a health standpoint, because you do not want too many bodies in one space. We're trying to avoid that. So I get that. And so I can't be mad at that decision. If we're gonna talk about them not being in the survivor series moving forward, like if things change to where like where they're able to be under one roof again Mm -hmm. safely, they would be doing a big disservice to the entire universe. Um, NXT is a competitor, they are not the baby sister anymore, like they are up there. Right. Like Triple H Triple H does not play around about his, okay? And you can tell the artistry, the talent level is astronomical different, raw, and it's like a different experience when you watch it versus a raw is a SmackDown.
0: This year's Survivor Series is also being marketed as the quote-unquote final farewell for The Undertaker. He made his debut at Survivor Series a very long time ago and as of late, he's not been in in-ring competition. He's had his last ride series that was on the network where a lot of people thought, oh my God, this is the end and a lot of people have really been anticipating that The Undertaker is going to retire this year and they thought he was actually going to retire years ago as well when he faced off at WrestleMania and left his coat and his hat in the ring, but then he was back, what, six months, a year later to wrestle in Saudi Arabia, which is mentioned in the series. He claims that he was very embarrassed to have wrestled in those two matches that he had in Saudi Arabia. One was a tag match with Kane and then against Triple H and Shawn Michaels, and then the other one was the show that was him and Goldberg. Do you Oh, think- my God. That The Undertaker (laughs) is truly done with WWE competition, in-ring competition. First and foremost,
1: let's get a load of that ham hock. Um, The Undertaker is a icon, Mm -hmm. okay? One One of the best, if not the best, character from top to bottom when he entered into that ring 30 years ago. He's amazing. And with certain talent, you also have to understand that there are limits to people. With right. age comes different issues when it comes to the body. At this point, what they're doing with the Undertaker is what I feel like. I don't know. I don't get it because it's like it, It's not hitting the same. Obviously,
0: Mm-mm. it's
1: it's very very obvious, and it's not anything that you can particularly um pretend that's not there. Right. And I'm, I and I think he knows that. I think he's very aware. I want to talk about like the wrestle the WrestleMania moment this year, the fight that he had there. Mm -hmm, I thought that that, with AJ Styles, I thought that ending was one of like, I thought that was going to be the ending. Like, I thought Mm -hmm. that was actually very, it was very brilliant on a creative like level. The way he rode out into, like, the fog and the darkness, you know, onto wherever else he was going to go for him. Like, I actually thought that was very fitting. I don't know what they're going to do at Survivor Series this year, but in the words of the big man himself,
0: let the man rest. And peace. A lot of WWE superstars like Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair, you name it, they've come back in this capacity where it's like almost like a guest star. I've seen Shawn Michaels sometimes, he's a guest ref in NXT or he does other stuff. And we've seen Ric Flair in a storyline this year with Randy Orton, which made no sense. But do you see <laughs> The Undertaker doing something like this? I do, but it can't be
1: the way that they're doing it. Mm-hmm. It would have to be, it would, I feel like it would have to be completely different if there's a way for him to like utilize some character traits from his past performance into like him being an ambassador or like, you know, even a commentator or like anything, I think that would work. I think that would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to keep the undertaker like the undertaker. Do not make him a talker. Not, don't make him a huge talker. Like you said, make things that he s- says make sense. Because when it comes to like having a quiet demeanor about you, when you do say something, you better listen.
0: Thank you, Court, for joining me today on Wrestling Wind Down. Where can the people find you on social media? First of all, thank
1: you so much for having me. I am, like, so honored that you had me on your program. I adore you. And I am just so thankful that I got to talk about something that I love so much and that I don't really share with many people besides, like, my boo. But, like, um, it's so nice to share this with you. And I'm very thankful for being here. I am at the court c-o-u-r-t kim
0: k-i-m on twitter and instagram thank you for tuning in to another episode of wrestling wind down you can find all of our other episodes available on apple Podcasts, spotify google play iheart radio and wherever else you listen to your podcast we're also on twitter and instagram at WWDCAST. Our new website is also coming soon. Let us know what you thought about the episode. What was your favorite part? We upload episodes with brand new co-hosts every week. Until next time, enjoy your wine. And of course, enjoy your wrestling. Cheers. (laughs)